But first today, the battle for Israel's soul is heating up. Now, that's one description about this months-long attempt to change Israel's Supreme Court rules and governance conventions. The opposition to it's been startling, with big new demonstrations this week, plus a shooting in Tel Aviv uh, amidst these gatherings for which one Palestinian man has been detained. Now the protests are threatening the stability of the currency, the shekel. Moody's, the ratings agency, has warned what it calls this judicial coup could prompt a credit downgrade. The acclaimed writer Yuval Noah Harari told the Washington Post that the attempted Supreme Court overhaul was more akin to an anti-democratic coup, saying he'd never seriously considered leaving Israel but was wondering now, given unfolding circumstances. And all this, of course, against a backdrop of rising violence in the West Bank, with maybe 70 Palestinians killed in the last few months and possibly about 11 Israelis. Where next? Well, Ehud Yari is a veteran political commentator with Israel's Channel 2. He's been in Australia this week and I spoke to him earlier. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Is Yuval Harari expressing widespread feelings among big chunks of Israel's population, uh, maybe growing chunks looking at those Saturday night demonstrations? Uh, there is certainly a very wide sentiment amongst Israelis the majority, including uh, Mr. Netanyahu's own voters, who are enraged, who are depressed, who are thinking of all sorts of measures to be taken uh, in order to stop what he calls the uh, judicial reform. But I think that uh, some of the, if I may, grandstanding that we have now is extremely premature because my bet and it's an informed bet, if I may say so, is that we are heading towards a compromise which is going to be sensible, which will not amount to the uh, government taking over control over the Supreme Court and the rest of the judicial system. And I think uh, within two, three weeks, we will see a different uh, climate in Israel, which doesn't say that it's the end of the troubles of this government. Because, Geraldine, if I have to put it in, uh, in one blunt sentence, Bibi Netanyahu, the prime minister, has shot himself in both legs. Now, now he is limping towards a compromise, which will be a very far cry from what he and his lieutenants uh, expected uh, uh, to achieve. So you've changed your uh, mind about him, have because you've come on this program before uh, and I've been at briefings where you felt he was by far the most... Uh, he had more leadership skills than virtually anyone else, whether or not you agreed with them all, and that, that, that he really did just dominate politically. Is something changed, yeah. has it? It's a different Bibi now. It's not the same Bibi that I have known for years and had uh, dozens, if not hundreds, of, of uh, conversations with one-on-one. -on -one. There is no doubt in my mind, in terms of uh, political uh, uh, stature and statementship, Bibi is heads and, and shoulders above everybody, above anybody else in the Israeli uh, political and the Israeli political landscape. But since he was uh, indicted and he's standing trial, although he doesn't attend it personally uh, most of the times, he has become a different man. And uh, Bibi, for example, 
who was for years, he's the longest uh, serving prime minister in the history of Israel. Bibi, who for years was the great defender of the Supreme Court and the judicial system, now wants to uh, turn the Supreme Court and the rest of the judicial system into some branch, branch of the uh, legislature and the exu- executive uh, uh, branch. That's not the Bibi we knew for many years. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yes. the, the Haaretz columnist, uh, Amir Tabon, says he's just simply no longer the responsible adult in the room that he was perhaps a decade ago when he rejected calls from within his own party to weaken Israel's judiciary. So something big has shifted. He is trying to uh, escape verdict in his trial. He is being uh, uh, indicted for bribery, which I personally have doubts on the uh, possibility of the prosecution to prove a breach of trust, etc. But everything he is charged with carries what we have in Israel, turpitude. That is, once convicted, you cannot serve in politics for so many years. He's trying to avoid it through what he calls a reform of the judicial uh, system Mm. in in a way which will allow him, for example, to replace the current uh, attorney uh, general, a very strong, decent lady, with uh, his own appointee, uh, change the, amend the indictment, or go for a plea bargain without turpitude. All his moves are are intended to reach, to bring him to a point where he is uh, freed of the chains of this uh, Trial. Hence uh, Yuval Harari's verdict. Uh, look, what do you mean about some sort of grand compromise which you think is in the wings? It, it's there. The compromise is there. Uh, Involving the who? Uh, the, the, the compromise is about the different uh, clauses of the proposed judicial re- reform. Basically, uh, most of what Bibi and his uh, few lieutenants, because Many in his own in his own party are uh, against it. Whether they speak loudly or not, it's a different opera. But uh, uh, they have now the president, Mr. Herzog, who is now the responsible adult in Israel, ex-leader of the Labour Party. He has uh, uh, initiated a discussion, dialogue. Uh, there is a group of uh, very distinguished uh, law professors, some of the fathers of the Israeli miraculous uh, high-tech industry, some uh, ex-top uh, uh, commanders of uh, the army and national security, they've all worked out a formula on every uh, single clause. And I cannot see any chance that um, Professor Harari will have to consider leaving Israel, as he's uh, telling the Washington Post, because the, the judicial reform will not pass. There is no no way it will work. Okay, but who's going to be the political leader? Like, uh, Isaac Herzog is the president. Uh, presidents in Israel are usually symbolic. They don't interfere, interfere in the political system. This is, he's put up a plan. I mean, what's going to happen next? Because Bibi's hardly going to accept it, is he? No, Bibi's going to accept. Bibi, in, in, in fact, is now limping. After shooting his, himself in both legs, he's limping as fast as he can towards a compromise because he never expected 
the reaction of the Israeli public to what he was uh, uh, offering. My own personal prediction is that the president, although elected for a term of seven years, will resign. He, is, he has served only two years by now. He will resign at one point over the next year, and he will run in the next elections as a leader of a combined center-left uh, coalition of parties against whoever is running for the right wing, whether it's Bibi, I doubt, or somebody else. Oh, my goodness. So I think... What sort of a reconstituted centre, which has been so, I don't know, insipid in in Israeli politics? Yes, because the Israeli uh, uh, left and centre were uh, destroyed to this or that degree by the failure of the peace process with the Palestinians since the Oslo Accords uh, of 93. And the right has strengthened uh, itself by saying, we told you, we told you there is no partner, it's not going to work. But still you have a 70 to 80% majority of Israelis supporting the the two-state solution, resisting this uh, judicial reform, opposed to uh, massive settlement in the West Bank, uh, and certainly uh, annexation. People would like to keep the prospect of a two-state solution. But now, Ehud Yari, if this doesn't occur, if this is just optimism, what then? I can't give an answer to that, uh, Geraldine. I'm, I apologise because uh, I'm, I know I know that this uh, uh, judicial reform is, is already dead. Not really dead upon arrival, but dead uh, just a little bit after arrival. And uh, the, uh, the compromise will go through. We'll, we'll take a month, no more. So it's very difficult for me to, to consider a scenario in which this uh, judicial reform uh, is adopted. It will not happen. Well, we'll see. Um, I mean, all this is happening against a backdrop of increased and increasing tension and violence on the West Bank. Um, Deaths of both Palestinians and Israelis, far more Palestinians. Awful violence reported by the New York Times. And Martin Indyk, the commentator, said last week on ABC Radio that he felt it was possible to say the third intifada had already begun, sparked by young people with no memory of the misery of the second intifada. Now, what comes next in this extreme Extremely vexed issue. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm happy that uh, my friend Martin Indyk is uh, quoting me uh, with, without credit. Yes, what we have is the Palestinian Authority losing control over ever-expanding islands of chaos in the West Bank. Their security organs uh, refused to venture into uh, the slums of cities, to refugee camps, where armed gangs are forming and producing violence. The result is that the Israeli army, when they have information about what we call a ticking bomb, somebody preparing for a terrorist attack tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, they have to go themselves. And this creates the friction, which led, for example, uh, uh, on uh, Tuesday, to the uh, uh, death of six uh, uh, Palestinians in the refugee camp of uh, Jenin. By the way, all of them armed who were shooting at the Israeli unit which entered the, uh, the place. But it's getting ugly 
And if I may one sentence, uh, uh, Geraldine, the way to do it was proposed now by the Americans, reforming and upgrading the Palestinian security organs, Israel and the donor states, to uh, convince Mr. Abbas to nominate a government that is functioning and serving the people, changing the situation underground so that negotiations can can be resumed. Well, in fact, I think there was was a summit, was there not, in Jordan this week? I think the Americans organised that to try to bring some solutions to the forefront. And both President Biden and Secretary of State Blinken have been unusually blunt, I think you could say, with the Israelis. Um, They certainly pressed... Uh, their pause plans to considerably augment new settlements on the West Bank, and they've been quite blunt about this new security law. So, I mean, um, an American jury is positively horrified of what's happening in Israel. So there are big shifts there, aren't there? Uh, Yes, the the Americans uh, realise that uh, something has to be done in order to fix the Palestinian Authority. Otherwise, you have the chaotic uh, situation Uh, spreading and leading to bloodshed. They have offered uh, to train 5,000 Palestinians chosen by the Palestinian Authority in Jordan so that they can have a real police force instead of uh, what they have now. What they have now is a force in which you have more generals than privates. It it, it doesn't work. The Americans compelled Bibi to uh, stop and suspend all uh, of the uh, settlement plans proposed by his extreme radical uh, right-wing allies, and it's not going uh, forward. But I think the whole atmosphere around Israel and in Israel will be totally uh, transformed once the compromise is tabled and approved by Parliament. And look, final question, what will you be looking for next? What ought Australian listeners look for for a guide as to whether something is on offer or not? Main thing to, to watch is uh, whether the compromise goes uh, through, as I uh, expect, but then there is a big question to watch, which is whether we will see a rebellion against uh, Mr Netanyahu brewing in his own party. All right, uh, Ehud Yari, it's certainly super turbulent and, uh, you know, tense times. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Most welcome. Thank Eh you, Geraldine. Ehud Yari, um, veteran political commentator, and I just must note that uh, this morning the New York Times has announced after years of open hostility and proxy conflicts across the Middle East, Saudi Arabia and Iran have agreed to re-establish diplomatic ties in a significant pivot, says the Times, for the two regional allies, a deal facilitated by China. So that just adds to the brew as well. Well, up next, what more do we Australians need to know about the AUKUS sub-announcements? ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.